Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. My name's Isaiah, joined tonight by Mark, Sean, and Ted. How are you guys doing this weekend? Feeling good, man. Ready for this atomic eye. <laughs> Hell yeah. What about you guys? How you guys doing, Mark and Ted? I'm doing pretty good. Not bad. Not bad. All right. We'll take it. Well, we are about halfway through our month of trauma. Uh, the month of August, once again, we are doing all trauma movie reviews. So far, we've covered Toxic Avenger, Sergeant Kabuki Man, and this week we are doing Class of Nukem High, the classic from 1986. That's going to be a lot of fun. But before we get into all that, uh, what have you guys been up to this last week? Not a whole lot here. Just kind of the same old thing, watching movies and living. Watch some wrestling stuff this week. Body Slam, which is a... I think it's it's not the best movie, but it's got a, a lot of the old classic wrestlers in it. And Captain Lou, Freddie Blassie, yeah. Roddy Piper's the main character. And <clears throat> I also watched No Holds Barred and Suburban Commando's not wrestling, but I still watch that too. Still classics. <laughs> yeah. I love that movie, man. It's just a cheesy ass movie but it's christopher lloyd and hulk hogan and a few other recognizable faces so i don't know how you can be, can't beat that no you can't beat it at all i saw that mahani did a a wrestling thing this weekend where they yeah. had actual wrestling matches and that's why i was watching stuff i just watch shit that they have when i can't go so yeah <laughs> basically it looked cool man they had like a local um wrestling thing that trains wrestlers and stuff and they teamed up with them so i guess that's who was, they had an actual ring there in front of the screen and everything before the movie started it looked pretty cool so that's pretty cool yeah yeah because i know they were showing uh i think suburban Panda was was one of them like you were saying so. yeah and they had like a secret flick i don't know what it was i haven't found out yeah yeah but i figured it was going to be no holes barred or mr nanny but they yeah. don't always do what you figure man they'll throw a curveball at you so. true very true yeah, that would have been a lot of fun. I, I miss going to wrestling events, that's for sure. Yeah, man. Events in general, man. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. I mean, even if it's just some shitty thing they do downtown, let's do something. I'm paying my 15 cents on the 20th to go see a movie. Fuck yeah, I can't <laughs> wait for that. I'm glad AMC is opening back up. Yeah, we're not getting that here. Oh, yeah, that so. sucks. Bummer. Yeah, it's it's so dumb because they they had already scheduled to open back up, and then the the governor's being stupid, uh, and then these they're doing this whole fucking mandate where everybody has to wear face masks, and that's fine, it's whatever if that's what you say. But when I go to the post office, none of the employees are wearing them; they're government employees. That's bullshit. Yeah, it is. And when I stop at the the gas station that happens to have a donut shop, which is where all the fucking cops hang out. None of them are wearing masks, and they're government employees. Why the fuck do I have to wear this goddamn thing? True. That's that's a good question. That's my, that's. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Ted, and I approve this message. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, other than that, that hot rambling. Um, I've been doing the same, watching a lot of movies. 
Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, Christopher Lloyd, we watched uh, The Addams Family yesterday. Nice. It's one of my all-time favorites. Probably, probably one of the best series, I would say, for getting children into horror. Heck yeah, man. My kids love it. So. Uh, man, I just um, the the best for me is that uh, the play scene where they're chopping each other up and the blood's flying everywhere, <laughs> and the people yes. in the front row got the fucking shocked look on their faces <laughs> and they're covered in blood. <laughs> oh, it's so classic. Uh, and the family's the only one that stands up and gives them yeah. a standing ovation. Bravo! <laughs> Bravo! <laughs> 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 Body parts come out is so great. <laughs> oh, a, hit, a very palpable hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, <laughs> would you like the? I'll buy uh, some of your your uh, lemonade if you buy some of my Girl Scout cookies. Are they made from real Girl Scouts? <laughs> <laughs> I only drink things that are made organically. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, funny, we watched... that, that that little girl's the same one in the second one. That's the bully at the, uh, the summer camp. Yep. Yeah. The second one. That's what's great about it. Side note: I heard she's that way in real life. <laughs> <laughs> she's also in, she was also the blonde chicken in the hatchet. Yep, she was. Yeah, Mercedes yeah. something or another. McNabb, I think, is her last name. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember seeing something from the from the the special features on one of the discs where uh, Kane scared the shit out of her in the trailer, and that was fucking awesome. <laughs> like he was like hiding in her bathroom in the trailer in full makeup. <laughs> That's hilarious. I remember that. Oh man, That's so good. Uh, we just watched that new movie that just came out. I think it's called We Summon the Darkness. Okay. It's got John, Johnny Knoxville as a televangelist. It was pretty decent. Huh. I don't think I've actually uh, heard of that one. It just came out on Netflix. Okay. Uh, it's got Alexandria Daddario in it, too. She's one of the main characters. I don't think I recognize anybody else, but it's definitely got those two in it. Okay. Uh, playing some Overwatch and watching uh, Legend of Korra. We watched some online, and it just came out on Netflix. Ah, so we'll probably finish it on Netflix. Okay. Well, it just came out on Netflix today. Oh, that's cool. That and we'll out. probably finish it on there. <laughs> and that's pretty much been my week. All right. Cool. What about you, Ted? I just work in movies. Um. I watched Craw finally. That was a good movie. Killer alligator movie. I enjoyed it. That's still in my stack uh, to watch. Yeah, I want to check that out. Yeah. Friday, I watched the greatest movie of 2020, VFW. That was awesome. I love that movie. Yeah. That's still in my stack, Steven, too. <laughs> it's got Stephen Lang, Martin Cove, Fred Williamson, um, Will, Will um, Sadler, who... Um, this is the guy who plays the Grim Reaper in the uh, Bill and Ted movies. Yep. Just an awesome action film. Just these old vets barricading in their in their VFW bar, trying to protect this girl who stole drugs from this uh, gang leader because his drugs killed her uh, sister. And, man, it's just 
awesome. I mean, for a small budget, they freaking did it. They yeah, the trailer looked off. great for that man. It's for great. Sure. I, I highly recommend. I mean, it's only the the 4K Blu-ray combo is only ten bucks on Amazon. So I bought it last week and yep, it's just, it's awesome. Um, I watched Savage Dawn, and that was awesome. Told you, <laughs> great action flick. Yep, I loved it. <laughs> William Forsythe is the Leader of the gang is great. You got the uh, the guy who usually looks like ZZ Top. He was in the Home Improvement episodes where the guys made their yeah the the, 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 yeah the band the band that they use the instruments as I mean they use tools as instruments. He's like the second hand. <laughs> yep. Guy. I mean it was awesome. Um, I watched. Death Wish Five, okay, which is great. I finally watched my Blu-ray of that, and I watched um, Black Moon Rising with Tommy Lee Jones, Linda Hamilton, Robert Vaughn, and Bubba Smith. Yeah, I have that. It is the first time I've ever heard Bubba Smith swear, and he's dropping <laughs> f bombs left and right. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness, I've never heard Bubba Smith say one filthy thing in anything I've seen him in. But now this, he's just like, don't F with the government, mother effer. And I was just like, whoa, Bubba. <laughs> now you're intimidating me. I'm like, you're very intimidating. <laughs> that was a good movie. I mean, John Carpenter wrote the movie. Yeah, that's um, a good one. I enjoyed it. I've got the, the Blu-ray from Kino. So okay. I finally popped that in and watched it. So, uh, yeah, and, of course, Class of Newcomb High. So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I've done. Nice. Not bad. Not a bad week. Yeah, mine consisted of, uh, well, it's still packing and cleaning everything, so I didn't get to do a whole lot this week. I did watch uh, Last Drive-In because they had their summer sleepover special this weekend. So they showed Slumber Party Massacre 2 which is always great. Nice. I the mean, acid trip movie. Yeah, pretty <laughs> well, much. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> it's so good. It's so bad, but it's so good. So they showed that, and then, of course, because they had Adam Green, Kane Hodder, they showed Victor Crowley, which I finally got to see that because that's the only one out of the Hatchet series that I haven't seen. Oh, oh cool. I didn't know you saw it. What would you think of it? I loved it. I thought it was great. I like it's way too much flack, I think. I, I think so because I loved it too. I wanted it to be longer. Right. It, that's the one <laughs> yeah. downside with it. It just felt like it was too short. Because like the whole episode for Victor Crowley, like a lot of it of course was all these guest stars on there, so they spent a lot of time in the Joe Bob segments for it. But yeah, the movie just felt so quick. And not that it was a bad thing. It's just that I, I do wish it was longer. But I, I did like how they kind of contained it all in that airplane. I thought they did a good job of kind of yeah, doing a story cool. around that versus just doing it throughout the swamp like they normally would do. So I thought that was pretty well done. Um, but, yeah, I got to watch that. I watched, of course, Class of Newcomb High for tonight. And then I also I ended up not feeling good yesterday, so I ended up uh, having some spaghetti laying down. I was going to watch Toxic Avenger again, um, but then I couldn't find it. And so I found Toxic Avenger the musical. So I ended up watching Toxic Avenger the musical <laughs> instead. Because, of course, it's produced by Lloyd Kaufman, so I figured, okay, I'll check it out. It was, it was 
halfway decent. They, they kind of changed the story around from what we know for the Toxic Avenger story, but overall, it wasn't bad. I thought they did a pretty decent job for, for what they did, but it was entertaining. I probably won't watch it again, but I thought it was entertaining. But uh, beyond that, uh, not a whole lot else I've I've really done other than than that and cleaning and packing, trying to get my house ready. But it's been a it's been a long, long week. I'm I'm about ready to just be done with everything right now. I just I can't wait till I'm out of this house and I've applied for my new apartment, so I should hopefully be finding out about that tomorrow. Um, if I got approved for that, because uh, then I'll be able to start moving in within about a month or so. Yeah, about the middle of September, I can start moving in if if it all goes to plan. So that's cool. And I get the first Maybe month for free. Exhausting, though, I know. Oh God, <laughs> you mix moving with trying to sell a place, and that just makes it even that much worse. It's bad enough if you're just renting and trying to move into a new place, but mm-hmm. then you add in selling a house, it's ridiculous. So, but it's all worth it because if I can pay off all my debt, it's it's going to be well worth it in the end. So, but yeah, that's kind of been my week. But I'm kind of ready for this next week. It's because I'm finally going to have some help this next week with doing stuff around here, which will be great because I've been so like just crammed with everything else. So I'm excited for that. I got some family coming down for at least a few days to help me. They're supposed to be coming to take pictures here on the 24th, uh, and then by the 28th, my house is supposed to be on the market. So that's uh, coming up really quick, that's for sure. But, oh, I do have a story for you guys, because I know I was talking about how um, on the podcast, it was either the last week or the week before, about how I was going to order the Toxic Avenger box set through Troma. And so I ended up doing that because their message on the website went away about the not knowing when they're going to ship things out and whatnot. So when I did that, about an hour later, I got my order confirmation, and it still had that message on there saying that they didn't know when it was going to send out. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) What's going on here? And so I I, I emailed them, and I didn't hear back for three days, so I'm, like, freaking out because I'm like, I don't want to pay for something that I don't know if I'm going to get because I'm getting ready to move and all this and not knowing when, you know that's going to send out and whatnot. Well, then the email will be back like two or three days later. They're like, yeah, that message wasn't supposed to be sent out. We're, we're back in here. Your order's going to ship out tomorrow. I'm like, thank God. <laughs> Cause I'm, I'm just freaking out. Cause I wanted to get it. And I felt like the right time. Cause they only had one copy left. So I'm supposed to be getting it in the middle tomorrow. So that's going to be, that's going to be nice. Cause I want to watch some more Toxie this week. So, I'm glad that they finally got it sent out. On top of that, then my vinegar syndrome stuff sent out as well, super early, which was weird Um, because it's, like, super early for them to send that out (laughs) because they sent that out, like, the beginning of the week before I could order Alphabet City. Um, Yeah, that's what I really want to get. Yeah. So I got to get that at some point here. Probably wait until after I finish everything with the house as long as it doesn't sell out, so... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so I'm just keeping my fingers crossed it don't sell out before I, I buy it. So. Right. <laughs> That's for sure. But, anyways, so, once again, tonight we're going to be reviewing Class of Newcomb High. Um, are you guys ready for this? 
I'm ready. All right, here we go with 1986's Class of Newcomb High. Welcome to Tromaville High, an average American high school with one exception. It's located only one mile away from a nuclear power plant. They said it was 100% safe. But they were wrong. There's no danger, Governor. We have the situation well in hand. Welcome to the class of Newcomb High. Yes, at Newcomb High, strange things are happening. The Honor Society has changed from a group of clean-cut preppies into a vicious gang of cretins. We're the youth of today. The teenage student body is transformed into horrifying mutations. And physical education is turned into a nightmare of violence. The class of Newcomb High. Introducing Warren and Chrissy. I love you. Two young lovers caught in a world gone mad. of Newcomb High. Yes, at Newcomb High, anything can happen. And does. The class of Newcomb High, where you'll learn the three R's. Reading, writing, and radiation. Explosive action of the year. <laughs> the class of Newcomb High. Rated R. Reading, writing, radiation. Three R's, I love the that. Three R's, yeah. <laughs> oh, they God. said it would be safe. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> well, Class of Newcomb High was released on December 12, 1986, uh, directed by Lloyd Kaufman and Richard W. Haynes. Estimated budget of about $400,000, which is kind of on par with a lot of trauma movies. Just a couple pieces of trivia here. The monster that's seen towards the end of the film is never seen in full um, as the costume was actually never really finished. They only had bits and pieces, so they kind of had to piece the footage together to make it look like a full costume. I love the look of the the, the monster in this, too, because it kind of looked like almost like a, a mixture of like the Predator and Alien and a couple other things. It, yeah, it has like a pretty menacing look, I thought. Yeah, I, I thought it was really well done, especially for, for what they had and kind of the budget they had to work with. 
Uh, also, the original title for the film was simply just Nukem High. It was later changed in hopes of people mistaking it for Class of 1984. So I thought that was kind of funny. Something definitely Troma and Lloyd would do. <laughs> and then um, the last piece of info, um, or trivia re- rather, is uh, when Dewey lands on the pavement in the opening scene, the first man to walk up to him is a shock-bearded man played by Troma co-founder and producer Michael Herz in one of his only on-screen performances ever. Because he was in another movie back in the late 60s. And after this, he was like, did some like voice work for a couple other trauma movies. So this is really like one of his only ever on screen like roles ever, which I thought was really fascinating because I never really thought about it. Because I mean, you always see Lloyd in a lot of these movies, but you never see Michael Hurts. Yeah, you never see Michael Hurts. So, so cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really great. Yeah, Class of Nukem High obviously is a classic. It's definitely not my favorite out of the Nukem High movies. Kind of like with like Toxic Avenger, where like uh, Citizen Toxie is my favorite. I definitely prefer probably two and three more than this. I think it's just because it gets more weird and wacky with two and three, where this yeah, one's part two is my favorite. Yeah, so. definitely. Where this one's a little bit more on the serious side, even though it's still kind of weird and wacky. It just it doesn't go over the top like uh, part two and three. Obviously, when you start getting the subhumanoids and and all that stuff yeah. worked in. This so. was my favorite until I saw part two. Part two is just mm-hmm. the subhumanoid meltdown. I can't get past it, man. It's just too great. But and this I th- is still an awesome movie. So. Right. And I honestly, I think two is probably my favorite for the simple fact that was the first Nukem High movie I saw. So it's kind of the same thing with like the Friday the 13th awesome. movies where part six was the first one I saw. Part two of this was the first one I saw. So automatically it became my favorite out of, out of the, the series. But honestly, with the like the Nukem High movies, I've I've liked all of them that I've seen. I haven't seen the newest one, the uh, the Return to Return to Nukem High. So um, I still got to see that one. But otherwise, I've I've liked all of them. Um, you know, for the one, obviously the other four that I've seen. So yeah, I'm right there with you. That's the only one I haven't seen. I was gonna see it Troma Dance, but I didn't go. So I still have the Blu-ray. I just gotta pop it in and get to watch them. Yeah, but I've loved all of them too, man. They're great movies. Always stays true to the trauma way. Oh, definitely. Mark and Ted thoughts? <laughs> Wake up! <laughs> well, I mean, these ones are like, uh, for me, they're like the Toxic Avenger where uh, I haven't seen them in order and I haven't seen them all. I don't know which all the ones I've seen. I'm pretty sure I've seen Return to Nukem High. Yep. And I've seen like two or three and all the ones I've seen, I like. I think this one, uh, just Class of Nukem High, one, as far as like the other trauma movies, it's it's one of the more serious and more tamer because you don't have like the whole you know, like there's not there's not like kids dying. There's not a whole lot of like rape type things going on. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, they go more for the gross out. And- it, yeah. Yeah, I view yeah. it as more this this is one of the trauma movies. Like I view some of these early trauma movies if I can even use this term affiliated with trauma more grounded in reality for you know a portion of it. Right. I mean obviously it's outrageous nuclear power plants right next to a high school like oh, okay yeah whatever. But you know everything else like the characters are normal they're not over the top, other than the Cretans, but I mean that's because they've been mutated. I mean, yeah, yeah, they're supposed to be. 
Ridiculous. Yeah, they used to be the A, the honor roll kids, and now they're <laughs> and now they're just crazy gang bangers essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that's how like Toxic Avenger, this movie, like Trauma's War, um, even like Sergeant Kabuki Man. Th- these these were the more grounded trauma movies maybe not since they rally just grounded right where it's not too too crazy or, or too over the top and you know that that started really with uh tromeo and juliet when things started getting amped up and then of course terror firmer and citizen toxie just <laughs> go to the nth degree yep. <laughs> yeah. um and it never really and it never let up after after tromeo and juliet it never let up they just went all out for just the craziness. Yeah. So, Sometimes I think they go too crazy now. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That, Honky that Holocaust. New movie, that, that new movie, <laughs> the the Shakespeare movie, looks terrible. It, it, yeah, um, I don't know what to think about that. Uh, I feel like nowadays they're just they're they're forcing it too much. They're trying to emulate like yeah what came before and they're not sincere about it that's just that's be your I, own thing you can have all that shit in it but be your own right, thing instead exactly. of trying to be like we got to show all these dicks and sperms and crazy shit to make it even worse than it was before yeah. like what did we do last time there was only five dicks let's put 20 dicks like this shit just yeah. gets ridiculous so yeah. you just keep trying to top themselves <laughs> yeah. at this point you and it, to top it yeah just get a good and it story. really just turns me off like that but I mean, there's definitely watching all these trauma movies this month. There's there's definitely certain themes that have been transferred over from movie to movie that you can see. But it's not like you know this movie's not trying to one up the last one, especially considering they're right. all made by the. Yeah, same it was guys like a more of the, it was more of a style than trying to. Right, you got the theme that like the usually the 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 picked on or the nerdy type characters are going to rise up or fight against the um the bad guys or the the gang type people they're always flamboyant and they're usually highly unintelligent mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that was got basically the- like every 80s movie when you come yeah. to it. like the sex comedies trauma films everything was about like the underdogs coming up and you know, showing that you know, proving themselves to everybody yep. or taking down the the antagonist. So that, that's pretty much just an eighty. That that really is an eighties trope. Yeah, which I do, which I love. I mean, you know, I love that era of films. I feel like it's a little different in trauma. Like they overplay. If they took like, the eighties thing oh, they and did. they just turn the knob off, that's all. like like yeah. you you know when uh, Melvin, Melvin and Toxic Avenger. The he was like he was one. he was just the the nerd character like you said to the nth degree, and it was like even like back then nerds weren't would have looked at him like that dude's a fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you also got the theme of the like uh, usually in a, a lot of these earlier trauma movies and this one and Toxic Avenger the ones that we've saw, reviewed so far is the most prevalent is the. Uh, there's always got that one lackey henchman that's like a cross dresser or a trans type character. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's very true. Yep. And it's, I feel like something like that today would be targeted as like, uh, intentionally trying to hate on people, but it's, it's just fun. 
it's I think it's funny. Yeah, I don't think, and there's no, movie no, coming at out of Jersey specific. And, yeah, yeah, that's true. So <laughs> they're used to seeing crazy shit, so they're just putting like on the, crazy the one shit. guy that had his, his shirt stuffed. The cop was feel like patting him down, and he got to his fake tits. He's like, "Hey, watch <laughs> it." <laughs> that was great. That's funny, man. <laughs> Pulls out the condom from the girl on the side of her her pants. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Tara Farmer actually does one of my favorite things with that, where with that kind of character is you actually see them evolve as the movie progresses. Yes, so it's pretty cool. And we'll definitely yeah, talk more yeah. about that at the end of the month because I can't yeah, wait for that. The assistant director <laughs> like constantly changing, getting more facial hair and stuff like that. Yep. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. But yeah, I, I got it. Go ahead. I was going to say, I got to say one of my favorite scenes in class of Newcomb High is when the daughter goes to the medical clinic and her mother's there. Not my daughter. Not my daughter. And screaming and acting like a complete. <laughs> I love in the background, the doctor phone. freaked out and sh- threw the chemicals in the orderly's face. I think I was supposed to be urine. <laughs> That's yeah. what I thought too, but he was acting like he was blind afterwards. Like, uh, I thought it was pee, but he was like doing the Frankenstein walk like he couldn't see. <laughs> yeah. You know, we have hospitals. What did the doctor tell her? Like, you know, Parents who don't have control over their kids like mentally block it out and don't think <laughs> something like that. Yeah, here's the here's the psychiatrist you can see, man. <laughs> He's basically saying, "I don't care. Get the hell out of my face." Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Your daughter was nine months pregnant. Get over it, <laughs> right? She had a miscarriage. Like, she nah, was a hua. She she spat up the baby and got flushed down the toilet. That was so great, man. There was a girl a long time when. My sister was in high school that actually claimed that. So that's always been in a funny scene to me. There's a, there's a few people out there that have actually used that as an excuse. So. Trauma knew this. Yep. <laughs> head of its time. I love the head, Creighton, man. That guy cracks me up. Yes. What's crazy, man? I heard too. He only got that role because he could drive a motorcycle. Yes, he played the role so freaking well. It's like I'm glad that's <laughs> how it worked out. I got like makes out with the with this German teacher. She teaches German, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, I'm not late." <laughs> and he kissed her, and then she like transforms it to a Cretan. Did y'all notice that too? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She's, like, bathroom painting like the spider webs or whatever well, on her face he put of course the her. end there was a scene where they were hanging out at the junkyard and wasn't she the lady that was standing there in her underwear yeah yeah that was her. yeah <laughs> she yep. was tired of that daily grind in the new jersey school system <laughs> he, just, he, he, he was the flipper the tongue man and she was ready to go yep. he was the same guy in uh toxic avenger wasn't he yeah mm-hmm. yeah i like that's him the friend I liked him a lot better in this one. Yeah, I agree. I think maybe because he had more of a role in this one, to be fair. Yeah, he's, also in, uh, he's also in Return to Newcomb High, uh, Volume 1, as the cop who says, what's with the youth of today? And yeah. the Cre- Creighton in that movie says, we're the youth of tomorrow, and like, shoot them in the head. <laughs> it's a great scene, yeah. <laughs> it's great that he had it was candy. like a passing of the torch almost. Yep. That's so awesome. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, the Cretans were great. I, I love how just animated and like just kooky and weird that they were. And 
I thought all of them had their different aspects that kind of added to the whole thing. And overall, but just as a group, I I thought it was very well done. And like you were saying with the, the head one being kind of just like right place, right time kind of thing. Uh, Cause I thought, I don't think anybody could have did a better job than what he did with that role and whatnot. Even, even if he didn't know how to ride a fucking motorcycle or whatever the case was, be, I, I thought it was perfect for it. So, and then I uh, love the bone guy too. Yep. Yeah. Know what it's uh, like when you get with the yuppie. It was so satisfying when his nose ring got pulled out. <laughs> yes. I was thinking the whole time that motherfucker was real and he got in a real fight. That'd be the first thing that would happen. Yeah, that shit's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when they're in the bathroom and then the, uh, whoever the, the office guy was, He's all like crying. He's like, he started it. He's all bleeding. <laughs> He's got the stinking mouth guard in his mouth still. <laughs> what about the uh, the Hitler girl riding around on the motorcycle? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. She looked tough. So good. One of my favorite things with this movie was the evacuation scene. I thought they did so well with that evacuation scene with the amount of people that they had just piling out of the high school and whatnot. Kids of all ages. Yeah. I mean, it was just so, like, chaotic and just massive. I thought they did, like, a fucking fantastic job for dealing with that many people just piling out of a a building like that. I thought it was one of the best scenes in that movie. Because when the building actually starts to collapse and all that, that's footage. They were um, walking down the road and um, found out they were getting ready to demolish a building he talks about this in his make your own damn movie book. Mm-hmm. He's like, always take your camera with you. Cause they happen to run across this building being demolished. So they set up and recorded the building being demolished and were able to use that footage in this movie. That's so great. <laughs> Lloyd's so smart. Really Nobody's talked about Pat Ryan. The fat dude in charge of uh, the nuclear power plant. Is also <laughs> he's my favorite. He's always great. He's my so. favorite yeah. scumbag in every movie he's in. So. <laughs> <laughs> the mayor in Toxic Avenger. He's the yeah. head of the nuclear power plant in this movie. He's in this movie called Street Trash, too, where he yeah. runs this um, junkyard and sleeps with a dead woman. Jeez. <laughs> 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 he was an Invasion USA also. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Dude's been around. <clears throat> I don't give a wet fart. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, he's like, I don't give a dry fart. What's <laughs> like, what you're doing with farts, man? <laughs> no kidding. Jeez. It's a big part of his life, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> the wet and dry farts. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he just he just keeps praying they're dry ones. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> oh man how about Warren and Chrissy we haven't brought up the, the yeah. main two of the movie I think they're great protagonists yes I do too Just I love Warren is I so wish innocent they I think he's more innocent than his girlfriend even though she tries to play innocent yeah <laughs> I, I wish they would have done more with uh, Toxic Warren but maybe they were trying to stay away from that yeah because they yeah. didn't want that to be the movie. Because that was that was a really cool scene. I thought, yeah, I thought that so fight in the alley. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, their trippy ass <laughs> dreams too were great oh, as well. I love oh, yeah. the giant pecker. 
<laughs> he was all concerned and looked kind of excited for us. Like, he oh, looks okay, so happy. Deal with this. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my, I love it when they rob the old lady on the street. <laughs> my friend's yeah. having a seizure. He needs something to bite on. And she's like, we need to call the ambulance. My friend could die. He's like, pocketbook. Give me your pocketbook, lady. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could have just easily just beat her and took it, but you well, wanted to beat her afterwards, which right, was right, great. right, he's right. Like, but no, man. And he's like, all right, just a second. He just keeps hitting her because he's all about up. the game, man. Yeah, yeah, what I was saying is they were going to beat her anyways. They could have just done it and took the purse, but the fact that they wanted to play the game and trick her at first uh, feeds into like how chaotic they are as characters. Yeah, and it was it was great. I was just laughing my butt off. He just keeps beating her. He's like, "Let's go, man." He's like, "Yeah, in a second. And he just I was you, you, her. You're expecting to see her have bloody face because of his spikes on his shit, and she's just sitting there all passed out. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't her first beating. <laughs> well, I, I imagine probably stuff. not living in Tromaville that long. <laughs> oh, that's so good. So good. Um the the special effects in this movie were so fucking good, man. They that were. head rip scene in the hallway. That was yeah. awesome. The the punch through the lady's face to the back of her skull, that was really yeah, freaking that was cool. cool. I think that was my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> probably. She was, a, she was like more depraved than any other cretins. <laughs> She's like ready to rape Christy. <laughs> She's all like licking her and everything. Christy yeah. spits on her. She's like, how dare you do that to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely the special effects were great. And that even goes back to the, you know, the, the monster. I mean, it looks so good for what they have. They, they look great. And I mean the effects with like the the transformations and like uh, even in the beginning with Dewey with him with like foaming at the mouth the green black sludge and stuff and (laughs) shit coming out of ears and everything I mean it it all was done so well and it was for four hundred thousand dollars yeah for four hundred thousand dollars they did a fucking miraculous job with. As they always do, um, with you know stretching the budget as far as they possibly can. So, wonderful job by Troma, as always. And how about that atomic weed, man? <laughs> you do that atomic it makes high. the ladies hot. <laughs> Boy, it does it. I'll tell you what. Right. That was this stuff when I was in high school. <laughs> I, I right. thought it was funny because we were watch. I was watching it, and uh, they were freak pissed off that it was like ten dollars a joint and i was like man that's cheap now <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh good stuff any final thoughts regarding the movie was, nothing it's a great flick i love it one yeah i feel like i'm missing movies. one of my favorite scenes but i just can't think of any <laughs> yeah yeah i just that scene with the Hospital, I love because it just cracks me up, man. I love like the, the opening comedic moment of the whole movie. Yeah. I love the opening scene when the uh, the nerd kid is walking through the hall and everybody's just making out in the hall. <laughs> yes, that's great. <laughs> he drinks the water and it turns green from the. Should have been water. making out, man. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Well, uh, if you guys were to rate this movie, what would you guys rate it? Well, since no one's going to go until I say something, I will rate it four stars. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. I would give it the five, but that's reserved for part two. So part yeah. two gets a five. I'm just going to rate that one <laughs> since I'm talking about it. <laughs> one of my favorite trauma movies. One of the early ones. One of the true classics of trauma. Yep. Everybody should give this movie a chance. Definitely. I think this is probably going to be the first trauma that we've done so far. I'm going to have to give a five because I just didn't find myself not enjoying one second of the whole movie. And this, I mean, this, I just watched it today and it's probably the first time I watched it. Maybe like, ah, fuck, at least 10 years. And yeah. it was just, it was just so fun watching this movie. Yeah, it's one of the better made trauma movies. Agreed. I think. Definitely. All right, Ted, what about you? <laughs> well, I'm not going to rate the movie because I really can't rate movies properly. I, I just, my brain doesn't work that way. I can't like say five stars or five points. Do you hear that? Ted? Ted it is stars. for me. I just freaking go with it, man. You hear that? Ted gave it a five. <laughs> yep, he did. I'm just, I'm just going to say <clears throat> I really like the movie. Um, <clears throat> do I recommend it? I recommend it if you're wondering about trauma films. I think this would probably be the best movie to start with. That and Sergeant Kabuki Man to kind of, you know, see if the humor, and the, just you know, if it if it's your thing, this type of thing is your thing. But overall, I uh, love the movie <clears throat> very much. Okay, part two is my favorite in the franchise, like Sean said earlier. But I love this one too. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, I shouldn't start him out with Terra Firma. No, definitely not. Out, right? no, never start out with Terra Firma. That's an acquired taste, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's why you start with Nukem High or Sergeant Kabuki Man, and then they can you just start with uh, something new like Honky Holocaust. <laughs> no, you just got to start finished, with the tip. I finished it. It was start with the tip. I'll tell you, Ted, it didn't get any better after you turned it off. <laughs> I'm sure it didn't. When the guy stuck his penis in the shake and was like, I'll mix it. I'm like, no, nah, I'm done. Like, yeah, that was a bit much. I can't watch this anymore. It's too much for me. That's a little too that's, much. Of course, that's not even a trauma movie. That's something they bought. They didn't yeah. make that. Right. All right. Well, for me, I'm same as Sean. This is going to be a four out of five for me. It's definitely a classic trauma. It's one of my favorites. Just like Sean, part two is my favorite as well. Uh, well, it's kind of a tie between two and three, but probably more two just because that was the first one that I ever saw. Uh, but like everybody's been saying, it's a good one to start off on to get your feet wet with trauma, either this or Sergeant Kabuki Man. So it's definitely a good starting point to see if it's going to be something that you're going to like with the trauma movies for sure. So I definitely highly suggest starting out with this or Sergeant Kabuki Man. Um, it's a good place to start out for exploring trauma, and then you can kind of get to the harder stuff as you go along. But, uh, yeah, so that's kind of what we have for tonight. Next week we will be taking a look at Poultry Geist, which is a, a great one as well. That's a little bit more wacky, so we're going to get into the more wacky stuff towards the end of the, the month here. So. Be on the lookout for that. So we'll be doing Poultry Guys next week and then ending with the one and only Terra Firmer, which is by far probably one of my favorite trauma movies. 
probably yeah. top three. So that's going to be exciting to do. But we appreciate you guys checking out this week's episode. Ted makes it. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Coughing over there, coughing fed. But uh, it's indigestion. I had this two chicken sandwiches. It's not. <clears throat> Got to be careful eating that. Yep. Place. <laughs> <laughs> They're low in calories, so I bought them. So next time I should just buy the fat stuff. Cause Maybe. <laughs> KFC, please sponsor us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or Popeyes. I love me some, I love me some KFC. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Well, we appreciate you guys checking out this week's episode. Always remember you can reach out to us through social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at CLS Podcast. Until next week, though, Ted, do you have any final words of wisdom for us as we leave? I don't give a wet fart. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you complain to me, I don't give a wet fart. I don't give a crap about your problems. <laughs> All right, well, we will see you guys next week. Thanks for joining us today for the CLS Podcast. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag CLS Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers. <laughs>